This is episode 57 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love, family. I hope you all are doing well. I'm doing amazing. I've missed you all. Uh, but deciding to break the show up into different seasons had to be one of the best decisions I've ever made for my mental health. Because... Um, you know, creating content every week for 365 days a year was overwhelming for one person. So, you know, breaking things up into seasons have helped me a lot. Uh, I've also had some people reach out to help me with the show and intern with the show, which I really appreciate because Lord, you know, that would help me a lot. Um, and I need some millennials on deck, even though I'm a millennial, but I don't count in the millennial pool because I'm an old lady millennial. Like my age technically says millennial, but my mind does not. I don't, cl- I say all the time, I don't claim my generation. I don't claim them. I don't even know them. They don't even go here because the stuff they be on, I'm not on. So I need someone who's like a real millennial to help me out because your girl is just technologically retarded and, you know, I've accepted that, you know, it's okay. I've come to peace with the fact that I struggle working anything that requires being plugged in for the most part. So, you know, you win some, you lose some in life. You know, how sad. Anyway. Moving right along, uh, I think that is all I have for church announcements. Oh, I do have one more church announcement to make. Um, I want you all to uh, get ready for my first book that I'm writing. Uh, My book is called The Black Woman's Ultimate Guide to Reclaiming Femininity. It's going to be a game changer. It's going to be a banger. All right. Um, This book is my personal feminine testimony. Um, It is the uh, feminine message and journey in regards to myself, um, to my mothers that came before me, to my ancestors. It is really a story of femininity. Um, It's more than just a self-help, you know, life coach, motivational book. Like I'm so tired of those, like those don't help us at all on the real. Um, It's raw. You know, you listen to the show, so you already know my style. It's raw. Um, it's I don't give a fuck. It's unfiltered. It's real. And uh, I believe, well, I'm just going to go ahead and manifest this and speak this into the universe. I believe that this book will change lives. Um, I believe that we read and watch a lot of things for entertainment to escape from pain that we feel inside that we don't uh, have an understanding of its source. I think that people are hurting and they don't know why they're hurting. They don't know how to stop hurting. So their solution is to constantly indulge and distract themselves to, uh, to just not be reminded of the pain instead of addressing the pain. Um, The reason why I feel like my book is going to change lives is because It is going to address pain that women feel and don't know why they feel it. I think it's going to address emptiness that women feel and don't know why, you know, and and it's women like that that go out and try to buy more things and get better jobs and get higher limits on their credit cards to continue to try to accomplish things or 
do things to feel better and you just can't understand why you don't. Um, uh, you know, women who are not really understanding their purpose, I feel like uh, this book is going to change women's lives like that. Uh, it's a book that I wish I had when I was a young girl, you know, and I, and I guess that's what life is all about. It's all about being something to someone else that you needed. If it's information that you feel like you would have done you well as a youngin or as a child, then, you know, it's kind of your job where once you do like have access to the information, it's kind of your job to pay that forward. So that's what I'm doing with the book. Um, like I said, it'll be available next month. It will be available on my website. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram at six, the goddess, S I X T H E G O D D I S, then, uh, I'm going to be posting a lot about it, really promoting the book. And, you know, I want the book to find the people that it's meant for. Um, I feel like there are certain souls that need this book and I want to start building the tribe of people that needs it so we can get the book into the hands um, of, of those that it will truly benefit. Um, so you all stay tuned for that. I'm super excited about it. We're about to change this. The famous last words. I don't understand why, how someone else lived their life affect you. That's them. It ain't got nothing to do with us. Don't worry about how someone lived their life. Love is love. Um, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Mind your business. These are the famous last words. These are the famous last words that we choke on before we drown. Um, you guys may or may not have saw this. I saw this and honestly, it made me want to pack my shit. Okay. Get on a spaceship and like go to Mars. Okay. It made me want to just leave the planet. It made me want to say, you know what? At this point, y'all got to be effing kidding me. Okay. Now y'all do a lot of things. But y'all have officially, officially taken it too far. Do y'all know that Billy Porter is about to be on Sesame Street in a dress? Okay, now for those of you who don't know who Billy Porter is, he is an actor, black gay actor um, that is notorious for his uh, bold fashion um, choices. Uh, very flamboyant. Um, we have to really ask ourselves if we're ready to make a decision. Is the decision that we're ready to make going to be that we are going to make sure that we do whatever we have to do to preserve ourselves and our culture as African people to produce healthy children, to give children the balance and all the components of life that they need to be healthy in body and mind and be successful. Like we, you have to really make the decision on whether or not you are going to 100% commit to that because committing to that, there really is a lot that comes with it. And there are so many obstacles that you will face 
once you do make the decision to raise yourself and your family up um, as what is best for us as a people. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find the right way to word this because what's happening here is so complicated and I want to be very careful how I word this to make sure that uh, we we have an understanding uh, and that we, we're not getting offended. If, if you get offended easily, I'm letting you know now, this is not the show for you. You can go ahead and turn this show off. Okay, you have a million other places you can go for people to tell you about how great and how special you are and how amazing you are and how you're perfect and nothing is wrong with you and everyone should get over themselves and just do whatever you say because you're so great. Like if you are looking for that place, this is not the place. Um, On this show, we do not get consumed with our own... um, with our own personal views or experiences um, because we have to remember that as a people, especially as a people going through what we're going through, it's very important to be mindful of our experience as a whole, as people, okay? Because the reality is it's unrealistic to think that every single black person in this world will have a negative experience with white people. It's unrealistic to say that everyone, every black person in this world will have an outright deliberate or violent racist altercation with somebody white. Like the reality is, is that going to happen to every single last one of us? No. Um, Is there a bigger system called white supremacy that works against us that we need to be aware of? Yes. Is it so much about, well, oh, all my life, you know, it been white people been way nicer to me than black folks. So therefore you disregard your people and say that racism doesn't exist anymore and that no one's holding you back and stop blaming a white man for everything. That's the cliche. I can't think for myself, nigga starter pack. Okay. You can't see more than two feet in front of you. Okay, all you care about is your perspective, what you see. And that's very dangerous because as a people, we have to understand why we have to move as a collective. You have to fight fire with fire. If the system of white supremacy is a system made of a collective of people on one code to use the system to keep them afloat, we have to understand it's going to take a similar system to combat that. And that machine runs on the oil of unity. So it's extremely dangerous to take your personal experience and to say, well, I haven't had any white people be mean to me. So therefore, it's really black people that really be hating on you. And we we sold ourselves into slavery and we're our own worst enemy. And, you know, if you're that type of person, this show is also not for you. Um, You know, we can't be clueless forever. I think that some of us are afraid to really wake up. I hate saying that word, wake woke. Like I hate saying that, but you know, for sake of understanding, we're just going to use the word. Um, you know, we can't live in this cycle of make money, entertain, do something to forget about my real pain and problems, repeat the next day. I mean, that's just no way to live long term. 
Um, because again, it's not about us. We really heal and do the work that we need to do so that we set a different path for our children because we know that nine times out of 10, your, your children will follow the path that you cleared. Uh, you know, I mean, nine times out of 10, your children will become you. Nine times out of 10, you will follow in the paths of your foot, your, in the paths of the footsteps of your parents in some way, shape or form. So when we remember that, um, we are able to kind of get our heads out of our own butts and see past farther than tomorrow and see back farther than just yesterday and really get a grip of a bigger picture. Okay. Uh, if, if you look at where you are, uh, in your life, spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, if you would not be okay with the next generation of children being in the exact situation you're at, being in the exact mental space you're at, being the in the exact self-education level and knowledge of self that you are at, if you would not be okay with the next generation running thing that, things that way while you're old in a wheelchair and frail and can't do anything and they're in control, if you would not be okay with that, we still have work to do. I don't know about you, but I in no way, shape, or form would be all right with the next generation doing the shit that we did, okay? In no way, shape, or form do I picture that and see anything positive or heavenly, okay? We come from a generation that decided to write their own rules instead of following tradition, okay? But the problem with writing your own rules, it means that you're making things up as you go. It means that you're jumping out the plane and hoping that the parachute comes out. You know, because we've gotten so arrogant that we think that we can write our own rules. We've listened to all these cliche songs talking about the rest is still unwritten and move into the beat of your own drum and all kinds of other cliches that you can play some soft violin music to in the background and fall asleep during the movie. We've heard all that. So now we've strayed away from tradition which as we talked about before, tradition means tried and true. It means things that we have consistently um, done generation after generation. We've applied these things. We've seen how they work out long term. This is tradition. Tradition says repetition. It says that we have given this thing time to see how it works best. Is everyone going to agree with it? No. Is everyone going to be on the same page about it? No, but it is simply a tested formula that says we did the footwork. We see how things work the best. This is how. But then we listen to all this, these stupid songs and decide that we're going to disregard all that. I mean, disregard what's been tried and true and shows that it works and keeps generations and keeps civilizations flourishing uh, for decades. Forget that. Let's just make this up as we go. Okay, let's just write our own rules. Let's just live our own truth and make it be all about us. Let's totally disregard that we need structure and organization as a people to make progress. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about me, myself, my experiences, my perspective. That's it. That right there is where we got lost. Um, When we lost that sense of community and accountability. Okay. Now, I I know it seems like I just got super off track, but I said all that. (laughs) I said all that to say this. 
We are moving into a period of insanity. Um, I can't think of another word to use at this point because I really stop being nice and understanding when it comes to my children. Like anything else, I'll probably play with you, entertain you, and kind of you go a little back and forth with you a little bit here and there about little little things. But when it comes to our children, I'm not playing with you. I'm not laughing. You cannot piss on me and tell me it's rain. All right. Uh, when it comes to the children, I will give you the straight face in a second and give you the nah, that ain't it in a minute. Okay. Um, I'm not entertaining anyone's delusions when it comes to children okay children it is our duty as black people to protect our children whether they're biologically yours or not if 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 you're in a location and a black child is in harm or danger in any way it is your duty as a black person to protect that child black children our are say that 10 times fast black children are our responsibility no matter what they don't know what they don't know they have not experienced life yet they have not under their brains have not fully developed to understand cause and effect long-term consequence or anything like that which is why they depend on us as the adults in their communities to show them right from wrong and we cannot let anyone play with our children Let me preface this by saying this before we go into what I'm about to say. Um, If you are gay, transsexual, or queer listening to this podcast, I want to actually thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to thank you for taking the time to learn things that you may not have known. I want to thank you for listening to a perspective other than yours. Okay. I feel as though every single last one of us has demons that we battle. Every single last one of us have had things that have happened to us in our lives that have shaped our realities and shaped who we are today. And I understand that. I am no one to judge anyone for how their life experiences shaped them into what type of person they decided to become. Okay, it's not my place to say that you are right or you are wrong for your life and the way that it went leading you to where you are today. Okay, it is between you and the ancestors for any actions that you take and having to answer for that when your time comes. It's not your job to answer to me. I am not God. I am not the undertaker. I am not Yoda. I'm none of that. Okay, I'm just a regular girl with a podcast. Okay. Um, I, I want to say, I want to preface this by saying that whatever choice that you decide to make for your life, it needs to be just that it needs to be a decision for your life. The decisions that you make for your life are ones that you do not have to spread Uh, You don't have to make a decision for your life and say, well, I decided, you know, to live this lifestyle. So therefore, I'm going to like campaign or recruit uh, people to also follow your decisions. Um, 
I know many gay people who have no problem well they'll tell you I, I don't think being gay is natural I've seen gay people say that they'll let you know in a second yeah we can't reproduce I mean that ain't that ain't like we could really argue I mean that's science that's facts you know if you want to know if nature intended for two things to go together sexually you just ask can they reproduce together um there's a bed wench I can't think of her name but she's a bed wench and that's pretty much how she justifies sleeping with white men she says that it, there's no way that it's wrong because she's able to still reproduce with a white man and if that white people were such Neanderthals and mutants that we wouldn't be able to reproduce with them you know what I'm saying um so with that being said, you can be gay and be able and you don't just because you're gay, you do not have to campaign for gayness. You know what I'm saying? Just because you uh, took the path of being gay, it doesn't mean that you have to want everyone else to also be gay. It's okay to be gay and say, I do understand that being gay is not natural. I do understand that two men cannot reproduce. I do understand that if everyone said F it and decided to be gay, that the human race would die out. Okay, but it's a choice that you may have made for your life and that's fine. People don't got to agree with it because they don't have to live your life. Okay, um, and this this to me ties into an earlier conversation we had when we were talking about abortion. And I was like, women that get abortions become these like abortion superheroes and like defend abortions everywhere. And I was like, sis, listen, it's okay for you just because you got an abortion before doesn't mean that you have to advocate for abortions. It doesn't mean you have to justify abortions. It's okay to say, I got an abortion before. It's 100% wrong, but it's a decision that I made for myself. I'm standing by it. It's a decision I won't ever make again, or I understand it was a mistake. It's okay. It's all right. None of us are perfect. Every single last one of us don't did things we had no business doing in this world. All of us. I just don't like when someone is making a decision that is not, uh, I hate to say it like this, but for the sake of science, when we're referring to homosexuality, I'm going to say right. Because remember, you are listening to a show of a black woman who is extremely pro-life, who is extremely um, pro-black. And I am very pro-black family. So since I'm very pro-black black family, just like people say, oh, well, we have gay pride parades because, you know, gay marriage and, and gay relationships have been under attack. And I'm like, and that's the same reason why I go hard for black love and black pride and black power. You understand? Because my black love was under attack. Where if two black people had to hide to get married, Okay, to where we weren't even allowed to get married at one point. Then we we found a way as where we got jumping the broom from. We jumped the broom to show we were married. Like, yeah, it, it, just like you, you know, exercise, quote unquote, uh, gay pride because you feel like your love, had, quote unquote, love was under attack. This is why I go so hard for black love, you know, and, and just like everyone else is um, beliefs. They want them to be protected and respected and be safe to believe what they believe. I want that same respect. Okay, so when I say you're not doing the right thing, if you're a gay person that's gay, I'm saying it in that regards. To where if we're talking about 
African nation building, building strong families. Two men cannot build a family. You cannot get pregnant. You have no womb. You have no woman feminine balance to raise that child, nurture that child. This is not up for debate. Um, I hope that at some point we can take the emotion out of the homosexual talk and put some logic into it. I also hope that we can stop making it more than what it is. Um, I had took a peek into uh, something that my son had wrote a few months ago. And at the end of what he wrote, he was like, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen and transgenders, because I'm not assuming your gender. My 11 year old said that. This stuff is really starting to infiltrate our children. I remember when I was 11 years old, I legit did not even really comprehend what gay was. It was just something we didn't talk about or promote. I definitely had no idea what transgender was. Transgender? What? I didn't know what that was. It was just something that we just didn't address. You don't know what you don't know. So I've never been with a woman, never slept with a woman in my life because it was just nothing that was ever presented to me that was something that was even an option. If that can make sense to anyone. So to see my 11 year old, especially my 11 year old coming from a household like he does, an extremely pro-black, black love household, you know, to see him come from here and go to school and three or four times I've seen things, um, you know, where, uh, apparently the children are just being groomed to be super tolerant and super like accepting of transgender and homosexual lifestyles and my question is why you know my question is this my question is why why can't you choose to live your life the way that you live it why are we recruiting our children into this why children should not be sexualized in any way, whether it's gay, straight, or not. I know y'all saw when D. Wade's 11-year-old son had on nail polish and a crop top. He's 11. Whether he was male or female, why do you have an 11-year-old in a crop top with their belly out and nails? You Do y'all see what I'm saying? I think that when heterosexual people say, I'm not okay, with Billy Porter showing up to Sesame Street in a dress. Okay, we have this super weak, shaming, heterosexual shaming tactic that's used to where the minute a heterosexual couple says, hey, I don't want Billy Porter in a dress on Sesame Street on a TV influencing my child, it's you're homophobic. That's not homophobia. That's called, I don't want my damn child sexualized, period. This is a very simple concept to understand, which is why I said, I feel like we're moving into an age of insanity. Like the direction things are moving in, you just look around like, what's going on? Am I the only one? You feel like you're in like a time warp. You just look around like, are y'all really entertaining this you know what I'm saying like it gets it almost is scary at a point because it's like wait a minute am I in a damn twilight zone like am I in zombie land like what are y'all saying are y'all really y'all think you can throw this stupid ass homophobic word out at me and I give a damn about that I don't give a damn about that I'm protecting my children 
Okay, I'm protecting my children. Whether you like it or not, whether you understand it or not, you have two genders. You have male and female. It is what it is. Okay, this is madness at this point. You know what I'm saying? Live your life. Okay, one, the, the gay lifestyle is a, a selfish lifestyle. It's a lifestyle pretty much about you. It's about what you want. It's not really about a greater good. It's not really about a system or tradition. You know, it's about you and what you want. Okay, it's about, it's a party lifestyle. It's a sleep around lifestyle. It is not a monogamous, you know, legacy building, wealth building, family lifestyle. It's party, dress up, sex, you know, that's it. You know, so if you make the decision, and and this is why entertainment careers are so prominent in the gay community. Because since they're not able to have children to carry on their legacy, they enjoy being in the entertainment industry because it allows them to create, it allows them to immortalize themselves in some way. Um, It gives them a legacy. It gives them a way for people to remember their name and remember what they did even after they die. These are things we subconsciously do to satisfy our instincts. Whether you're gay or straight, you still have the need for a legacy. So that's why they'll tend to get into businesses, like I said, in entertainment, where they can still build a legacy even without the children. Everybody wants their name to live on after they die. Okay, Uh, whether you're gay or straight, there's just certain instincts that we're always going to have. If you are gay, and even more so, if you are gay and black, live your life, but I, but I mean this in the nicest way possible, leave the children alone. What if I, I know this might sound crazy, but what if I told you that you're even allowed to be gay and tell children, listen, yes, I'm gay. Whether they understand it or not is not important. You know, these are children in your family or something like that. It's okay to let them know this is not right. It's not natural. It's not normal. But it's a decision I made for my life. I would, res- I would appreciate that being that you leave that alone. You respect my decision I, re- I made as an adult. I'm not here to dictate to no other adult how they live. Okay. And this is why I say you cannot... Uh, you can't have it both ways. You cannot be for the gay struggle and the black struggle. One will always conflict with the other. Okay, this is it's just there's no way around it that as black people with everything we've been through with everything that we have survived. There's no denying that we need the black man and black woman. There's no denying that we need our children. We need to reproduce. You know, we need to carry on. There's no denying that children need a mother and a father, a man and a woman in in, in the household. These are facts. You know, uh, but the gay lifestyle says, well, I'm more worried about you talking about me. So I'm gay. And what are you saying? You don't like me? You know, you have to be able to make this about more than just yourself. You have to. Okay. Um, The fact that now I'm not naive to say that transgender people have not been, um, you know, have not been influencing children. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I see it going to a different level now. I see it going in a very dangerous direction. And 
you know, no one can give me a real reason as to why they feel like things are going like this. You know, you, you have to think for a second, like what's in it for them, for them to be pushing the gay and transgender agenda so, so quickly and so heavily to where now they're like, you know what? Forget the ABCs and one, two, threes on Sesame Street. All right. Forget that. All right. Bring in Billy Porter, bring in a black man in a dress. And we're going to go ahead and start influencing these young minds now. And the fact that this actually like passed through boards and people actually like put this together. Like, so y'all actually sat there and said, you know who we need to have on Sesame Street? Billy Porter. The transgender thing is one that can become a circus very quickly. Um, Because, okay, I learned something new the other day. Okay, because the little invisible transgender lawmakers constantly put out different laws on what is and is not okay to say or do or say about transgender people. Okay, I don't know who makes these rules, but they be like, oh, that's not the right term and that's not and that's the wrong term. And I'd be like, listen, I don't know what the hell you talking about, but I don't know what invisible troll makes these rules up. But I'm just regurgitating a rule I found out the other day. I found out that because a transgender community, again, is a community that cannot just live their lives and create their own little community and do what they want to do. It's this constant forcing of. No, I want you to say it this way. It just becomes an attention whoring. No, don't say it like that. I want you to say this. I want you to respect what I want to be called. I want you, and then they make it way more deep than it has to be. I want you to respect that I'm tormented inside of myself my whole life. Baby, we black. We tormented outside of ourselves our whole lives. And I can't hide it on the inside. I can't turn it on and off. It's so hard to it's so hard to get anyone to come to me with a sad story about all that type of stuff because I'd be like then my little violin start playing yes and I've been tormented my whole life being in the wrong body listen baby that's called a PP a personal problem alright it's called a personal problem what that is called is some kind of hormonal imbalance, baby. I don't know what the hell you got going on, but what I do know is what you're not going to do is get your big black ass on the screen in a big ass dress in front of children talking about, let me cheat you about being transgender. Okay, it's confusing enough being a kid. Now you got a big grown man in a dress singing you the alphabet. You don't know if you're coming or going. Okay, as parents, you we can't just sit back and watch our kids be slaughtered like that now. And y'all got to stop letting them damn ABC alphabet people bully you into not standing up for what you know is right because you scared of the H word, the homophobic word. But again, they know who to try and who not to try. Because me, I don't give a damn about none of that. Okay, because God know my heart. I don't hate you. I don't dislike you, but y'all don't even know you. I hate when they say that. They be like, so you're so hateful. Hateful? I don't know you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know you. What the fuck I got to hate you for? I don't hate you. Hell, everybody do things I don't agree with. I do things my damn self I don't agree with. Ain't none of us moving perfect all the time. That ain't my problem. 
Okay, but my problem is whatever we do, you know, it just affects us. You know, it stays between us. But what I'm not doing is campaigning my bullshit and my mistakes to children. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, get out of here. You crazy as hell. Come on, man. You ain't going to sit here and tell me that God intended for us to be you and God intended for men to put dresses and makeup on. No, man. Look how God equipped your body, equipped your body to be strong, to protect. You know what I'm saying? Your body ain't equipped to be running around in no heels and dresses. Come on, man. Like, let's stop this. You know what I'm saying? Let's stop this. It is an attack. It is an attack. And and, and, and the number one face they love to use for these type of attacks is black men. People like Billy Porter is like liquid gold to them, y'all. I've never seen a people sit around and downplay their own demise like we do. I just, I've never seen anything like it. Okay. Only as black women, will they have, will they be campaigning to get our sons into dresses to stop them from being men and protecting and reproducing with other black women. Okay. Only with us, will they go, uh, go and put millions and billions of dollars into investing, into propagating an agenda against our boys, a tournament, the girls. And we sit and defend the people doing it. These people want our son's blood. They don't want them to be men. Strong black men that protect and provide for black women are their worst enemy. It goes against everything they know and love and stand for. And when they want to disassemble our soldiers. And when, and when some of us want to stop them and say, hell no, hands off. You know what I'm saying? The ones of us that are saying hands off. No, like you not, you know, you ain't touching our children, you know, back off. You better find some, somebody else to play with. You get upset and say, leave them alone. What they do don't bother you. Y'all so homophobic. It's 2020. You just, what? You just sitting there shrugging your shoulder. We in the boat, the boat taking on water, the water steady rising and you shrugging your shoulders. Talk about you homophobic. It ain't that serious. 2020, girl. Live your life. Live your truth. Do what makes you happy. Look how far doing what makes us happy got us. You know what made people happy in the 70s? Doing crack. <laughs> okay? That's what made them happy. That's what happens when you tell people, do what make you happy. Okay? You know what made our parents happy? Doing drugs. <laughs> All right? You feel me? I mean, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand. How can you make everything be okay because it, quote unquote, makes you happy? What the hell? It's people that killing someone make them happy. It's people that stealing makes them happy. Kleptos. That's, they get a rush when they steal. Okay, it's these general cliche, stupid statements that really mess us up do what make you happy live your truth what we we have to really start shying away from the do what make you happy live your truth and switch that into handle your business and do what you need to do do what you're supposed to do as a man or as a woman period it's not about you it's a bigger purpose here okay and the very least you can do If you're not going to stand up and protect your children, 
The very least you can do is not get in the way of those that are. Like if you're not going to speak up, that is your personal decision to do so. But how dare you speak against the black people that do speak up about it? Did y'all see last week the comments Pastor Troy made where he was speaking about Lil Nas X and how he won a Grammy and was like, um, it's sad to me that, you know, for rappers to win Grammys and be successful now between Lil Nas X, Tyler, the creator, all these weirdos that won Grammys and still get called niggas. It's so crazy because these black guys will sell their soul, suck dick, do all that to make it. And then little do they know they still calling you a nigga behind your back but that's neither here nor there because by then you've already sold your soul up the river so you might as well just keep going down that old town road but I digress um look at the niggas they award they love giving Lil Nas Billy Porter Tyler the Critter love giving all these Batiman Fishmont awards they are literally shitting on shaming and making the lives hell of all strong heterosexual black men even killing them off and giving awards and accolades to all the batiman they are literally rewarding black men for giving up their manhood they are literally campaigning by sending other black men in front of your children to campaign to put them in dresses too and your only response to that is how he lived his life ain't got nothing to do with you. Y'all so homophobic. It's 2020. Y'all gonna, it's 2020 yourself into an early damn grave if you let yourself. Okay. Um, the, the transgender, see back in the day, there was no, there was no such thing as transgender. Now, before you get upset, let me explain what I mean by that. Back in the day, okay, you dealt with older folks that didn't play no games, okay? A lot of the games that we play today, you couldn't play them games with Big Mama, okay? You couldn't go to Big Mama as no big, burly, ugly-ass dude in no dress talking about I identify as a woman. Big Mama gonna look at your ass like, excuse me? If you don't get the fuck ASAP, okay? <laughs> Big mom gonna look at you like, boy, if you don't sit your, you know what I'm saying? So there was a term, a different term for transgender, which I believe is a more fitting term. And it's called cross dresser, okay? I don't know who needed to hear this, but you don't get to pick your gender. Oh, that's what I was gonna tell y'all earlier. I forgot to say that of, of what I learned. I learned about a term called and get this and I swear this is a real thing okay I'm not making this up when I say this when I say this this is really what they do in out here okay they got something called cisgendered okay (laughs) like apparently now it's um offensive to them because again they make all these rules and we all have to tiptoe and walk on eggshells to follow them because the world revolves around them but apparently it's rude now to say that you're born a woman and instead you should say you are cisgendered which means that you identify with your 
born gender. So if you're transgender, you do not, you may be born a man, but you identify as a woman. If you're cisgendered, you're born a man and you identify as a man. Uh, why do we got to have a word for that? Okay, this is starting to get out of control. If y'all notice, every other month, it becomes more politically correct for us to add another letter to the LGBTQWXYZ. Every, every month, they add another letter onto this. Because before you know it, now someone else has come up, well, what if I don't identify as male or female? Well, what if I identify as female, but I feel like I'm a male inside, but I like, but I'm also bisexual. And before you know it, you don't have 20 people raise their hand talking about, well, what if, what if now they're like, oh, okay, well then we'll add queer. Okay. Well then we'll add binary. Okay. Well then we'll add cisgender. You see the circus this begins to become all for what to give names to what people do sexually behind closed doors. Why is what they do behind closed doors so out in the open outside of that? Do what you do behind closed doors. We're not there. We don't see that. We ain't got nothing to do with that. What is with all this pushing of your lifestyle deeper than just the bedroom? I don't get it. Well, I do get it, but I'm just saying I don't get it, but I actually do get it. I totally get why it's happening. It's just... Like I said, it just becomes insane because it's like, come on, like how ridiculous are we going to let this get? And that was the most genius plan to come up with the term homophobic, because now even if someone makes total sense in what they're saying about that, all you got to do is throw out that stupid homophobic word and then whatever valid point that person had goes away. Okay, when I come to you with facts about transgender or homosexuality or anything like that and you respond with emotion and dead I can't you know what I'm saying um you got white men winning women of the woman of the year and stuff it's like as though women all over the globe has not had to fight tooth and nail to escape the grasps of the white man as though white women haven't used black women as their shields of strength to get from under the white man's rule and grip he then becomes a woman and starts taking your awards and accolades too ain't felt a period cramp in his life ain't gave birth or a day in his life and winning woman of the year awards what the hell at what point do you draw the line because essentially y'all saw the guy that was like 40 talk about he think he an eight-year-old girl like come on bruh because that is what it means if i if i have to say that i gotta quote unquote respect that you don't identify as a dude, even though I'm looking at a big, ugly, hairy, burly dude, talking about you're really a woman, uh, okay. Then that means that I can look at you and say, I identify as a different race. That means I could be transracial. Okay, that's how far it can go. Who, which one of y'all are going to take care of 40-year-old men wearing diapers talking about they identify as six-month-old babies. Are y'all going to change these niggas' diapers and shit? 
are y'all going to change their diapers? Because, you know, that's how they identify. If you can choose your gender, you can choose your, you can choose your race. You can choose your social class. You can choose your species. You have to stop the madness before it gets out of control. Because I am, I said all of that really to say this. That this is why we have to jump into protection mode for our children now. Because bringing the Billy Porters in dresses and having the drag queens uh, read stories to kids in the library and everything. All of this is a grooming and desensitizing for the normalization and the eventual legalization of pedophilia. This is serious. Again, crazy things does not necessarily happen overnight. Some things happen so gradually, so slowly that you're simply swallowed whole before you've even seen them open their mouth. Before you even realize the mouth was open, you're already in the belly of the beast. Everything that is shown to our children will influence their beliefs, who they are, what they want. Okay, and when we sit and say that, oh, the homosexual agenda is no big deal. The transgender agenda is no big deal. Um, you know, but it, it doesn't set that standard for our children to be productive uh productive keepers of our culture and our people we have a problem at that point okay um there's this makeup artist named nikki tutorials that i watch i've been watching watching for a while the channel on makeup um really great reviews really great tutorials stuff like that so i seen her put a video on her instagram and she's like I'm coming out and I'm like, oh, and I keep in mind, she's engaged. She's Dutch. She's white. She's Dutch. She in the Netherlands. And keep in mind, she big. She a big ass bitch. She like six foot. But who am I to judge a woman for being tall? I definitely can't talk. So I was like, oh, well, she is Dutch. I mean, she is from the most caucus of the caucus mountains. I mean, she are, she from the real caucasoid Dutch white European mountains. This bitch named Olga. So I was like, well, you know, I, I never even thought that she was a man because I'm like, well, Dutch bitches are big anyway. Okay. So I was like, well, no, no big deal. This fool comes out and says that she, she, this is the, the, the cliche starter kit for the transgender thing is I don't believe in labels. So the transgenders will say they don't believe in labels, but then conveniently forget to, uh, uh, but conveniently remember to not tell their lovers about the label of man that's on your birth certificate. Okay. If you don't believe in the labels, then why wouldn't you just say, Hey, I was born a dude, but no, yo, you believe in labels, which is why, which is why it's so funny when the transgender community paints this picture, like, uh, trans lives matters. Like, uh, trans people get attacked and killed all the time. Uh, baby, don't you hate people that don't tell the whole story? Don't you hate that? When someone just come and play victim and don't tell the whole story? No, baby. And I got the numbers to, to back it up. Majority of transgender people get attacked 
because they are not honest about their born gender okay you the only ones mentally ill talking about what you identify as listen everybody else don't give a damn about that they don't, i don't want to hear about that baby what's on your birth certificate because you can say you identify as a woman all you want but if you're born a man you're gonna beat my ass if we get into a fight this is not a girl fight i'm fighting a dude okay you can put on all the wigs you want to you still got the structure of a man you still got the strength of a man Okay, boo boo. So in your mind, you talk about you identify as woman or anything. All I know is you'll never need a tampon. Okay, we ain't the same. You're definitely stronger than me. All right, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, you could call yourself whatever you want to, but you still gonna have the physical attributes of that sex. Okay, so and so trans people cry, talk about they get attacked, but then you consistently lie to people about your born gender. So the girl, Nikki Tutorials, comes out because she was being blackmailed. That apparently someone was going to blackmail and and tell that she was really born a man. So she decides to get ahead of it and do a video coming out. Now, keep in mind, this girl been on YouTube for 10 years. Okay, 10 years. And y'all can Google this girl, Nikki Tutorials. It will blow your mind at how far this transgender thing is going. Then, so she does the video letting us know that she's really a dude and then proceeds to tell us that she started taking hormones at 13, that her mother was with all of it and supported all of it. I I know her mama must got a bag if she can be out here, you know, buying your 13 year old daughter hormones and giving her pills to stop making her grow because she said she kept growing. She was six, four and kept growing. So her mama then gave her some pills to make her stop growing this is how this is how seriously this is all going and she'd been living as a girl since she was like seven or eight years old and that's a decision that you made okay that that's that's what you did that's cool that's 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 your life y'all had the money to do it your mama let you do it that's your business okay i mean it is what it is okay the issue is this girl is engaged had a fiance that got down on one knee and proposed to her. Oh yeah, that's what else it was. She said that her um she was officially transitioned into a woman by the time she was 19. Sex change and everything by 19. So now here she is now like 23, I want to say but she's between 23 and 25. Ha- dates a man, she got a vagina. Okay, so she dates a man Okay, they date for some time. He eventually proposes to this girl and or this boy, actually. And then six months later, she, he, whatever it is, quote unquote, comes out saying that they're really a man. Okay, this woman that you don't got down on one knee and proposed to letting you know that it's really a dude. And she says, get this, she says, That she didn't tell him because she didn't feel safe. Didn't I tell y'all about how whenever um, you start making too much sense with the whole gay and transgender conversation, the next move is always emotions. So she was like, "I, I just didn't feel safe to tell him that I was born a man because... You got to make sure you're in a safe spot. And I'm sitting there like blah, 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 blah. So basically you a psychopath that lied and manipulated the situation. Let me tell you how you could fix all this. How we could fix everyone's problem. 
So if the transgender people are complaining about how they're getting killed when they leave out the part that 95% of the time, the reason why they get killed, like I said, is because of lying about their real gender. They think that everybody think the way they think and that a guy is going to say, oh, you're a man, but you identify as a woman. No problem. No, baby, in the real world, there's no coming back. If a guy is even seen having a conversation with you, even something as simple as having coffee with you or dinner with you, and it gets out that you're really a man, now this man will be looked at as gay the rest of his life. You cannot play with people's lives like that. Do you see what I mean by the selfish mentality that consumes that whole lifestyle? If you transgender and you having a conversation with a guy, he needs to know off rip that you're really a man. Let him make the decision on whether or not he wants to still deal with you. But you know that nine times out of 10, he won't still deal with you. That's why you lie about your sex. Don't nobody care about what you identify as when it comes to being sexual or when it comes to marriage. And that's why I say brothers, if you, any of y'all brothers are out there having loose sex with women that you having one night stands with or you just met, you probably don't slept with a dude already and don't even know it with a laboratory homegrown chia pet vagina. If y'all Negroes are out there jumping in the bed with women you just met, in my eyes, you gay already because you don't know who that person is because this man was engaged to this girl. And finds out later it's a man. Now I'm going to tell you what will solve all that. In my eyes. If a transgender person. Lies to someone about their sex. In order to have sex with them. Hit they ass with a rape charge. That should be a rape charge. Because guess what. You are not what he was really consenting to. Your fiance consented to having sex with. And marrying a woman. Which you told him you was. If you are not that, you should go to jail. If you going around here lying about your gender, you need to go to prison. Okay, because that person had sex with you under a false understanding. That's rape in my eyes. Okay. So now in their eyes, uh, it's not, they'll say, oh, it's, it's nobody, it's, it's my business. I don't got to tell anyone what, what my real gender is it's not their business what uh no okay so brothers y'all can't be out there just jumping in the bed okay because you don't know what you're jumping in the bed with okay sisters we cannot be out here defending the very people that are looking to turn our boys into girls okay we cannot downplay our own demise We cannot wait. We cannot be in this sinking ship and wait until we're up to our necks in water to panic and say, oh, you know what? Maybe this did affect us. Oh, well, maybe what that person did in their own life did have an effect on us. Would you want to wait till it's too late? No, these are our children. You know, I I find these discussions very difficult to have because the reality is, is that this is just where we are at. Okay, children are being sexualized. We're being desensitized and we have to get ready for this. This is a big part of our foundation. If we are looking to be traditional African people that are doing what's best for our kids, doing what's best 
to give our children what we need. The homosexual agenda and the homosexual lifestyle is not conducive to that. This does not mean that you have to hate gay people. It does not mean that if you have gay people in your family that you don't, you can't love them anymore. It doesn't mean that, oh, if you have gay friends, you can't be friends with them anymore. That's not what it means. It simply means standing firm and standing up to anything that comes against your building as an African person, especially with what we have went through and what we still go through as a people. It's about being about something that's bigger than you. It's about discipline. It's about using our minds. That's what it's about. In 2020, <clears throat> oh my gosh, help me, Lord. In 2020, I want that to be our goal. I want our goal to stop being where our house is on fire and we're, you know, taking our time finding a hose. I really would like for us to obtain a sense of urgency. Um, I would really like for us to be able to see farther than past our front porch and be able to see farther past than what our personal experiences are. To stop using cliche cop-outs like love is love and what someone else does doesn't affect your life to downplay people trying to kill your sons. Because turning them into girls pretty much is killing them. Then they can't serve their purpose as African men, traditional purposes. Okay, Um, I wanted to bring the season back in with this talk because after I seen... You know, this influence affect my child. I I felt like, man, if this has affected my child to that extent, you know, and he comes from uh, the strong black household with a black man and a black woman like he does. I cannot imagine what it's doing to the psyche of the children of the They ain't got nothing to do with me. What they do ain't bothering us type of mentality people. That means that these children are not even being versed about what's going on. Um, So I felt like this was an important discussion for us to have. Um, Next week's show is going to be amazing. We are going to... um, We're going to talk about some difficult things next week as well. I want to get a few difficult things out the way for the show. And then after that, later on in the season, we'll get back to more of the ha-ha and giggles and stories and stuff like that. But there's a few tough things that I want to address these next first few episodes of this new season. One of them was homosexuality. I wanted to do a refresher on that like we just did in this episode uh, because, like I said, now it's just... it's. It's going to the next level. We we're definitely turning up for the next level on this agenda. And I wanted to have this conversation just so we can all be on the same page going forward for the rest of this season. Um, my next thing that I want to discuss next week that's very important is legacy. Um, we're going to be just like we're going to discuss everything that makes us stronger as traditional African people. We will also discuss so we can be aware of the things that destroy that as well. It won't be all kumbaya. Um, yes, we want to talk about life and legacy. 
you know, but like this week, we also had to talk about homosexuality. It's, it's here. Gay people are here. They exist. Um, they're people too. We just have to understand how to respond to this when it comes to our children. Our children have to have a fighting chance to have some type of opportunity at some type of normalcy and stability and tradition in this chaotic world. Okay, we cannot let our children be sexualized, gay or straight. All right, so we're going to really set some foundations so we can enjoy ourselves for the rest of the season and kind of get back to the laughs like we normally do. Um, so we're going to just get some tough subjects out the way. Uh, we are way out of time for the show this week. Um, I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in. I will see you next week. Please rate the show please write a review please share the show tell a friend tell your mama tell your grandma tell your granddaddy i don't care who you tell tell them a black white purple gay straight it's a perspective for everyone it's something they may not normally hear it's something a lot of people are afraid to say or they don't want to hurt people feelings like whoever it is share it i appreciate you all for listening i appreciate you all for tuning in and as always peace love and black power love this podcast this is dj moultrie from the black equity podcast and just want to let you know that all your episodes are truly touching i know that you go in uh in a good way on the community and making sure that we are held accountable for our actions so just wanted to say thank you for all your hard work keep the episodes coming weekly and uh check out black equity podcast sometime let us know what you think all right have a great day Six the Goddess, love the show, keep it going, love the energy, love the subject matter or topic of discussions that you discuss in your shows. I've been checking you out for a while now. I know this is your 39th show. I, I do a show every day on my on my podcast, so I know that um, it, it, it's time consuming. <laughs> so keep it going. Uh, I, I hope to hear more of you this year, you know, didn't hear a lot of you last year, but you know, if you can, you know, do more this year, um, I'll definitely keep tuning in. All right. Keep up the great work. Keep up doing your thing, my sister and much love. I'm out.